This is Fusebox number 103. Designer Will. And uh, you will do exactly as I say. Yes, marching with an almost maniacal inner purpose and confidence straight into the rotating knives. Yes, indeed, friends, welcome in to this edition of Fusebox number 103, Designer Will. Mm -hmm. And I'm your card-carrying member of the Mattress Tag Inspection Force host, Mark Rose. And uh, thanks for pushing play on this sonic sleigh ride we like to call Fusebox. And over there, arms akimbo and uh, eyes darting madly like some crazed wolverine over the controls is the high priest of potentiometers, Milt Keynes, everybody. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. There. That better? Oh, much, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now we, we have neatly addressed all the cogent areas of your character, Mr. Keynes. Yes, you clearly put the high in uh, High Priest. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, the title for our excursion this time, friends, Designer Will applies to that phenomenon of uh, late where there uh, seemingly is a designer variety of anything you seek, right? To give you a sincere sense of confidence in the brand and allow manufacturers to repackage the same old crap with different typefaces. Yes, gentle listener, there are so many options. And uh, if by some strange and peculiar reason you may have just given up on your own free will, why, we can provide you with a designer will that will make your choices and decisions so much easier and definitely better because it was designed by some famous person you may have only vaguely I say only vaguely... Oh, oh, so sorry, sorry. <laughs> Distracted by water sport videos, are we? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, sorry, man. I forgot we were going to do that. <laughs> no worries. So, uh, uh, this uh, designer will can uh, make all of your life choices for you. And uh, since they were crafted by a professional... Someone you may have uh, vaguely heard <laughs> uh, heard about on TV, but uh, can rest assured that they know your free will much better than you do because, well, we told you they did. Yes, and but also, you're not really doing anything with your free will anyway, so might as well let us take over for you. Right? And uh, I'm the one... Supposedly, uh... <laughs> oh. oh, we have such uh, sights to show you, friends. We have an update to the uh, Sunspot Observatory story we were talking about last time. Uh, also, uh, a rather sad passing of an industry colleague. And, uh, well, <clears throat> let's, let's just start off with uh, this little shout-out thing, shan't we? Mr. Keynes, if you would, sir. 
Yeah, we love to do this from time to time, and it's uh, particularly grand when a friend of the show is involved in something marvelous like this, uh, as is the case today with uh, this. Our uh, frequent contributor, uh, Bob Sterry, uh, has just announced a Kickstarter campaign for a book he's compiling of uh, some of his essays and poems and other writings that all have that distinctive charm that Bob brings to things. Uh, in an addition, he calls the Bob Sterry School of Burglary. Yeah, old Bob's just a peach of a guy, you know? Well, you know, he, he's been known to keep up with you at the, our local watering hole just fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, buddy. <laughs> well, we're just as tickled as a couple of drunken pangolins to... Thank you. To announce this uh, Kickstarter campaign thingy of Bob's and uh, to suggest you head on over there and help the guy out. Uh, the link is in the show notes in this episode, and I think the goal is like a little over $500. So, yeah, you should be able to meet that goal uh, pretty handily. And as with all Kickstarter things, uh, there are perks and rewards for your uh, contributions, signed editions, and... Uh, even a level where uh, Bob will do a, uh, a home concert of readings for the contributor. Wow. Really? Living on the edge there, Bob, aren't you? I mean, that could be a dangerous situation, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm sure he'd, he'd scope the situation out before doing anything like that, right? Also, I'm pretty sure that the folks that pledge at that level are uh, friends and associates and therefore... Uh, it's probably not. I don't know, man. You know, we we never really know anyone, right? I mean, one moment you're having a drink with some guy, shooting the shit, you know. And the next moment, you find out about a story that runs in radio and records about you and some chick that were caught in the music library playing hide the mic cable and what the hell i had nothing uh milt is there a story here you'd like to share nope okay well again uh best of luck to our buddy bob sterry on his uh, kickstarter campaign and coincidentally uh coming up uh, just a wee later in the show, we have a twisted epiphany piece that Bob wrote. So uh, stay uh, stay around for that. It's not like they're going to go anywhere. I mean, this is mobile media, right? <laughs> you have a valid point, Mr. Keynes. Uh, definitely. Uh, but at times, in our harried lives, things can intervene to uh, distract us. A runaway herd of fallopian racing hamsters on a mission to buy shares of Tesla stock. Or, 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 Indonesian ice tornado appears in your kitchen. Yes, even the lowly door-to-door -door clam salesman can disrupt the comforts of routine. Oh, good evening, ma'am. Uh, may I interest you in my fine assortment of clams? Well, at least in that last case, I would not be disturbed at all. 
Because I never, never answer, answer the, the door. door. Right, right. Well, be that as it mayn't, we shall be back with more scintillating diversions in a flash. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Alrighty then. So, um, as it turns out, we had some uh, rather sad news concerning uh, an industry colleague's passing a few days ago. And uh, uh, other than those who might be in the uh, industry, I don't know that this got a whole lot of play. So, uh, we thought we would uh, share this with uh, everyone. Uh, Award-winning sound designer and sound editor Frank Serafini has uh, taken a final bow. Uh, when he was, unfortunately, fatally struck by a car in a pedestrian accident near his home in Palmdale, California, which is horrible. Uh, this gentleman did a lot of sound design work for uh, titles you most definitely would recognize. Tron, Star Trek, Manhunter, Field of Dreams, Hunt for Red October, uh, The Addams Family, and uh, Tron Legacy, as a, among countless others. He also designed uh, a lot of um, software patches and sound libraries uh, that many of us in the trenches work with on a daily basis. I, I thought it uh, worthy of mention as uh, folks in this industry, uh, the sound design, the sound editing world, they're not often as visible in the entertainment post-production process, but uh, are invaluable resources nonetheless, so... We wanted to mention that, and uh, Frank will be missed for sure. He he was 65. You know, I think he was one of the main sound editors, uh, designers, on the first Grand Theft Auto, too. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that you know that. <laughs> Being the obsessive game enthusiast that you are. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, you are an ever-opening blossom of revelations, Mr. Keynes. Less history, more mystery. Uh, yes, you have said that, and uh, I believe it's so. Uh, so, um, this fascinating nugget of odd behavement, as uh, you may recall, Hurricane Irma's I uh, made landfall in the Florida Keys on its way towards uh, Tampa Bay back in early September. So uh, two men started a Facebook event page entitled, I'm not making this up, friends, Shoot at Hurricane Irma, adding, let's show Irma that we shoot first. As of the Sunday morning of the uh, imminent landfall, 54,000 people said they were interested. <laughs> one, of the authors, uh, one of the authors of the page said the post was an attempt at humor, quoting him now. A combination of stress and boredom made me start the event, Ryan Edwards told uh, the BBC. Quoting again, it was to lighten the mood. The response is a complete and total surprise to me. I never envisioned this event becoming some kind of crazy idea larger than myself. It's become something a little 
out of my control, he said. The Pasco County Sheriff's Office felt compelled to tell residents not to fire weapons at Hurricane Irma after that Facebook page advocating shooting the storm went viral. Quoting the Pasco County Sheriff's Office tweet here, To clarify, do not shoot weapons. You won't make it turn around, and it will have a very dangerous side effect. (laughs) After some folks on Twitter questioned the credibility of the original report, Pasco County Sheriff's Office later said that the tens of thousands of responses compelled it to comment. Yeah, you know, I can kind of see that. I mean, what the hell else are they going to (laughs) do? Well, I got to say, in this instance, I totally get the frustration. Been there, done that. But uh, once again, this this power of the social media engine is a a renegade rhino, if you ask me. I mean, just this quote uh, right here. uh, Can you give that a spin again? Complete and total surprise to me. I never envisioned this event becoming some kind of crazy idea larger than myself. It's become something a little out of my control. A little out of control, you say? The issue here is that, well, (laughs) some might actually think some nearly 50,000 or so, evidently, they might think that it's a, a valid solution to hurricanes. You know, even if it's just 5% of those folks. Still, a lot of folks living in a clearly, clearly, a very different reality than you or I, I dare say. However, it is why we don't dare to not say... What the fuck, Florida? <laughs> Fuse box news update. Oh boy, have we got a spinner for you here, friends. Mantis aliens landed in Vegas. Close, close. And maybe. On our last program, friends, you may recall we were uh, talking about this odd little fiasco that happened in a quote town in uh, New Mexico called Sunspot. And uh, where there is uh, placed a uh, solar observatory that monitors, uh, obviously, solar activity. So a few days back, the observatory and surrounding (laughs) town were ordered by authorities to shut down activities and evacuate the area. This coming from the FBI's directive, who were quickly on the scene in what some call record time, Mm -hmm. along with some... uh, Blackhawk helicopters. So uh, we enlisted the help of a, a local correspondent, our buddy PQ Ribber, who uh, lives not far from this area and is a, a host of several shows on this here OnSug certified channel. So we asked PQ to root out some possible explanations for the evacuation. He was uh, quite quick to point out that the area is renowned for certain illegal drug activities uh, along that uh, patch of road and uh, could have been related to that and that this area was not technically known as a town. It's a camp, more like, for the employees of the observatory. So then it comes to pass 
that the AURA, the Association of Universities for Research in Astronomy, released some days later a statement saying, quoting here, We recognize that the lack of communications while the facility was vacated was concerning and frustrating for some. However, our desire to provide additional information had to be balanced against the risk that, if spread at the time, the news would alert the suspect and impede the law enforcement investigation. That was a risk we could not take, officials said. Okay, so that was the story uh, up to then. Now comes startling new information. It was uh, recently reported that a computer inside the observatory, used by an unnamed person, had had images of child pornography on it and was truly the root cause of the evacuation and shutdown. What? That's their story, and they're stuck to it. Oh, for the love of... When has porn ever brought in Blackhawks, man? This is crazy. They're covering something up here. Big time, bro. Well, at the least, the uh, story is a little wobbly and uh, inconsistent with those types of situations where material is found that is uh, less than delightful or legal on someone's computer. Uh, In a way, it would be like evacuating the entire neighborhood where a person's computer was in, you know? Kind of hard to fathom that. Tactical nightmare, though. Yeah, this is a steaming pile, amigo. No damn way they rally the manpower they had swarming on that place for, for kitty porn. I mean... Don't get me wrong, I think that shit is evil as hell, but I'm damn sure there are ways to do that that don't involve shutting a facility down and kicking everybody out of town. Who the hell believes this shit? Well, I don't know. As the story, at least at the moment, has reached the domain of the vague. Pretty much nothing further. Except for uh, folks like us asking, uh, what the hell just happened? I'm going to be curious to see what fallout there is from this. I mean, there were enough people affected either locally or just watching it all go down that you just can't walk away from this thing. I mean, it makes no sense. To us, it doesn't. But you start talking kitty porn and uh, the public consciousness sort of shifts from rational and inquisitive to uh, rage and revulsion, and uh, all bets are off, and, you know, I kind of get that. It's a button with many folks that just uh, just got pushed in, uh, in an effort, in my opinion anyway, to get the public out of the issue entirely. Yeah, you just check it off to another pervo looking at nasty bits on his uh, computer. Yeah, that ought to keep him from snooping around. Hopefully... It won't keep them from snooping around, because, friends, something is stinky in Sunspot. You know, PQ already told us last time that the town's name was a result of a a, a thrown election. So we're, we're dealing with shady folks right out of the box here. Yes, sir, he did. And, well, we'll, uh, we'll continue 
to uh, keep a third eye open for further developments, friends, as I'm sure there will be some, but uh, you, you may have to look deep to find it. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, near the top of the show, our vocal contributor to Fusebox, Bob Sterry, has written a piece that uh, we all thought would make a delightful twisted epiphany. And uh, for those not playing along at home, a uh, twisted epiphany is a uh, spoken word piece that uh, I get to embellish with some uh, original composition and sound design and that kind of fun stuff. The stuff folks pay you to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But this is a a very fun process for me and uh, to take that spoken word performance and kind of sonically paint on it. Well, then hopefully the person who wrote it won't come after you with a claw hammer. Always a fear, yes. But bravely I go into the unknown, friends. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Here is a wondrous piece written by Bob Sterry called The Moon is Leaving. The Moon is Leaving, or The Mad Ape. The moon is leaving. She's had enough of us. She won't illuminate our love scenes anymore. No more moon in June, a singer to croon, to a saccharine tune. While we fools spoon, we mad apes. Not so suddenly she saw our hate, our lust for power, the scarcity of our compassion, the famine of our love, the gross abundance of our falsity, and will leave us dark and tideless for more rewarding and gentler orbits. Asked to stay, she softly reminds us of the millennia in which we failed, failed over and over to hear her soft song. We're deaf to love, so deaf and chose the songs of Mars. Asked to stay with tears and anguish at our loss, with loudest promises of change, with the loudest promises of change. She softly reminds us of earlier compacts, broken over and again and sings of her patience, her long, soft patience, now exhausted. The moon is leaving. She's had enough of us. She's had enough, enough of the mad ape. ape, ape. Yeah, very cool, man. You know, you, you, you kind of made it sound like the moon had some kind of propulsion there, you know? Yeah. It's hollow, you know. You know, I've heard that. Damn. A thought-provoking piece by Bob Sterry, and thanks to him for uh, allowing me to fiddle about with it. Hopefully, we'll do uh, some more of Bob's work, as it's a, it's a real delight to work with, and uh, he's got a marvelous voice as well, so there you go. So, friends... With that, we'll pack up our designer moon, complete with action figures, 
and bounce on out of here, but uh, not before thanking the truly brave and uh, remarkable personages that smeared the show with greatness. Nico Lane, Jeff Pollard, and Bob Sterry. And once again, as a reminder, the uh, link to uh, Bob's Kickstarter page is in the show notes, so do check it out. Yeah, throw the guy a few bucks. You'll feel better about yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a worthy cause for true. Thanks as well to the always in designer attire, Milt Keynes, for uh, technical assistance. Is Target a designer? And as always, thanks for you, friends, for bravely pushing play on this edition of Fusebox as, well, you just never know what you're going to get on this show. Yes, indeed. Indeed they are. So, thanks again, friends. I have been your Free Will Recycling Center attendant host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. <laughs>